This game will make you come in 40 seconds. And you're like, sorry, I need a fucking... I'm really sorry. Was it table for four, you and the kids? Do you have space for the pram? Sorry. Your stepmother will never know. Make your dick hard forever. I'm really sorry. I'm trying to get you a table. I think it's pre-lunchtime. It's lovely to be back. You're here with Sammy Babau and the fucking dink. And little malinky dink. And we've just been doing what uh what two white boys with a podcast do, and that's talk about the fucking war, man. Even happening in Ukraine currently. I mean, we'll be in a war zone soon enough. We'll be in a war zone pretty quickly. Brother, and they're going to need two dudes that know how to fucking edit podcasts. Yeah. And you're fucked when that comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're going to need someone to do an interpretive theater piece of how it makes them all yeah, feel yeah of course dude if bono can fly over to the ukraine and perform in a bunker i can do a one-man show called existence every time i clap my hands someone downloads our podcast <laughs> all right that's the clap for now yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the clap for today <laughs> <laughs> it's the most drawn out applause break over almost a year now you're like fuck this guy sucks Every time we clap our hands, someone listens. And every time I clap my hands, someone gets halfway through and goes, I'm just going to listen to Rogan. <laughs> That's the only way we build an applause break. I wish we could fucking get, uh, let's put a disclaimer in right now. It's like, it's almost worth, before you click out of this podcast, just quickly scroll through to the 30 minute mark and see what's going on there. Yeah. Usually by then, I feel like we've warmed up. That's really where we hit our stride. Well, I think one of our strengths is if you go from the start and you zoom forward 35 minutes, it's going to be like, how did they go from talking to Ukraine and now they're yelling about a sexy monkey? Yeah. It's like, yeah, sorry, man. You can't come in halfway through. It's like the Twilight movies. you got to start from the start and go all the way through. Are We're you, also sexy. Are you familiar with the Twilight movies? Not really. I went. I think I went and saw New Moon in the cinemas because a bunch of girls I went to high school with that I wanted to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Were like, you should come. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I hated it. I hated every second of it. I really enjoyed it. I'll tell you what, I enjoyed the Twilight. Me and Beck rewatched the Twilight movies recently. Mm. And I enjoyed all of them up until Breaking Dawn Part 2. Like the final That's movie. That's the last one, isn't it? That's the last one. Yeah. Last one's kind of fucking dog shit. But the entire way up, I was so invested. I was like, I, I got it. I was like, dude, if I'm getting this, as a 14 year old girl, you'd be like, oh my God, who's she going to pick? Yeah. Is it okay, going to be yeah, Jacob? Sure. Is it going to be Edward? And like we're pick as well, me and Beck are like fucking God, knowing full well that she yeah. chooses Edward. I'm like, God damn, I hope she chooses Edward. Right, okay. Because the little part I saw, I was like, do the Wolfman. Wolfman's sexier. You gotta go the Wolfman. He's sexier, but he's such a bitch about it. Yeah, they're all bitches though. They're all bitches. Yeah, they're all bitches, but Edward at least is kind of like a little bit cooler. Like, he, he's, he's sort of a little bit more chill. Jacob, I swear to God, the entire time, he's just like, you're going to pick Edward, aren't you? The yeah, because one time. of them live, has lived for a thousand years and the other one, he humps your leg. Yeah, the other one. He's a dog. Yeah, that's a, I think I, that's why I appreciate it. Well, I'm like, cool. He's like, well, if that's what Bella wants, then Bella can go with it. And then Jacob just goes back and then just hides in the forest and just licks his own nuts to completion. Yeah, <laughs> to completion. He just puts his, puts his art leg up over his head. There's a scene that's actually like, this is a perfect example where I'm like, fuck Jacob, dude. It's like they'd have to take Bella up into a mountain and it's really cold up there. She has to sleep up there and she has to get protected by Jacob and Edward, right? Why? Because uh, the Volturi are after them and the Volturi are the bad vampires. Of course, how can right? we get? And uh, the problem with it being so cold up there is Edward can't sleep next to her because he's a vampire. He's very cold. Yeah. So she, she'll die of hypothermia, right? And so Jacob has to take his shirt off and spoon her in front right. of Edward. Oh, my God. And the entire... <laughs> 
And the entire time he's like looking at Edward being like, yeah, look at me. Dude. Fucking hell. I'm like, it's not even about Belle anymore. You don't love her. You just hate Edward. You just hate Edward, man. Yeah. That sounds like he just wants to fuck Edward. Yeah. Whereas Edward's like there, he's like cuck, like in the cuck seat in the tent, watching them like spoon, like nearly crying. Be like, I wish I could help her. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Dude. What's the writer's name? Uh, Stephanie Sarah, Meyer. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, man. She was, that's a horny mum. Yeah, dude, the, the entire fucking um, thing came from a dream. She had a sex dream about vampires, and then she wrote a fucking trilogy about it. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I just... <coughs> That's how fucking J.R. Tolkien came up with The Lord of the Rings. He had a sex dream about midgets. <laughs> he was like, what if they were magical? <laughs> he had a sex dream about midgets, and he also had a thing for really hairy feet. He was like, oh. It is wild, actually, how much art has been made. Not even just art. How many actions of humans have been enacted... Because of how horny they were or their specific fetish. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, that's our prime motivator. Isn't that's that interesting? our base level of operations. It's eat, sleep, and fuck. Yeah. And that happens in... All of those things happen in every good book or movie. It is interesting how mm. horniness and creativity seem to be intertwined in some way. Yeah, artsy people are horny. They're horny. And if you're not horny, I don't think you can be that creative. I don't think so either. Because you need to be horny to make something. I think you need to be horny to fucking paint. I think you need to be aggressively horny to an existential level. Mm. I think you need to be hanging out of the back of someone and just going, is this all there is? Yeah. Before you can do the Sistine Chapel. That's 100%. I think like you need that fucking primal motivator. It is funny to think that, you know, when you see those like beautiful old paintings of like fruit bowls that the guy was just so horny <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's why the bananas are sensual he's yeah, like i'm like, gonna paint it so sick it's just like there's like moisture dripping off the banana and shit like that. it's like mm. oh what a lovely fruit bowl my grandma likes this but the guy's just like fucking cum pouring out of his yeah fucking, guys just, just like cum coming out oh, of his eyes fuck, just like, yeah fuck. that's where most art comes from is being horny yeah a lot of postmodern expressionism just looks like someone just jizzed and then painted the outline yeah. And filled it with color. Isn't that interesting? Salvador Dali used to fuck geese. What? Mm. Salvador Dali. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. So Salvador Dali during <laughs> his... Uh, yeah, he did. He used to fuck geese. Do you want to know why? Says who, dude? Uh, the witnesses <laughs> in the, geese? the orgies. Oh, he would fuck, he'd take a moment from the orgy with the other humans. I'm going to fuck this goose. Yeah, so he'd be in an orgy in the hotel room towards later in life. And he was so fucked out of his mind by then that he would bang geese because they were really tight because they had a cloaca. And then he'd get someone to squeeze the goose so it would tighten <coughs> even further. He'd dump in the geese. Imagine being in an Jesus. orgy. Someone pulls out a fucking duck and you're just like, I guess I'll keep going you're over like, here. Yes, and. Yes, and. That's incredible. Holy shit. Is, why is this not... Does he have any, like, big goose paintings? I don't, <laughs> I don't actually know. I don't reckon... No, he's just the melting clocks. He's That's, just the melting clocks guy. He's the melting clocks guy. It's so crazy that everyone was like, oh my God, a clock that melts. It's crazy. And then it just match cuts to him with a curly mustache banging a farm animal. Also tells you how good that painting is that we don't know him as the fucking the goose guy. Yeah. We're like, that's the melting clock guy. It's the melting clock guy, not the he fucks geese guy. Anyone else fucks a goose, you're the goose fucker for the rest of your life. That's how good of an artist that well, he I was. Well, I mean, you used to talk about, you used to have a bit about this, about how Nikola Tesla... Oh, yeah. He allegedly had a romantic relationship with pigeons. Correct. And if he didn't do anything with his life, that would have been in some historical YouTube video mm. where you're talking about the guy that fell in love with pigeons. Yes. But no, he gave the world electricity for free. Yeah. And so no one cares about if you the get pigeon out fucking. Wi-Fi electricity. Yeah. And so we're like, we'll, we'll give you a pass on the pigeon fucking. Yeah. You putting lipstick on a pigeon or whatever the fuck. Yeah, just being like really sexy. Because... 
the rumors are that he was gay. Mm. And so where does Four that? Pigeons. That's what. So that's why I'm confused. I'm like, where does the pigeon attraction fall into the LGBTQ spectrum? <laughs> because would, those are the two rumors about him. That he was gay and that he had a romantic, had a romantic relationship with pigeons. Pigeon. And I'm like, so are those connected? I really hope not. I don't think that. I'm saying I don't think they are. But at the same time, when you look at a lot of hentai, yeah. It is kind of animal based. Like I found that anime is anime like the art style is meant to make people look like cats. Checks out entirely. And that whole cat thing is now its own subcategory mm. of I feel like sexual kink. Like the cat thing we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. The cat thing fascinates me. That's right, we did. Yeah, the cat thing bothers me. And it doesn't not do it for me, but it's also weird. I think it's furry light. Yeah. And I fuck I don't know. It feels weird. Like some you see some people get like the cat gloves with like the little cat like paws on them. Yeah. It's, it, look, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you. I, I said this. I don't like how it makes me feel. Yeah. Wow. I'm interesting. Like, this is not. This is weird. But also, I think the tits are doing the heavy lifting here. But also, see, I can't not see in a grown adult human being being like meow. I'm like grow up, cunt. Yeah, no, I no, no, no. The moment you start pretending to be the cat, yeah, that's when I turn off. It's weird. Dude. That's I'm not into that, dude. I have literally no ounce of role play in me. Like this is how I can't believe I went to acting school. Like if someone, dude, if someone tried to role play with me, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like what I'm a mailman now. I just can't buy it. I genuinely can't buy it. That's Ma- a or great- maybe it's because I went to acting school, so the stakes aren't high enough yeah, in role yeah. play. Maybe like the character isn't deep enough. You don't appreciate the pathos. That's what's it. Going she's on. like, you're you're the postman. And I'm like, okay, but where did I just come from? She's like, yeah. I don't know the post office. I'm like, this is very shallow. What's my motivation here? Why am I having sex with you? Why do I need to have sex with you? Am I running from something? Are you actually going <laughs> to eat this pizza? Like, what's going on here? Because I'm still on an hourly rate. I'm really sorry. I can't afford to be I'm here. I'm so you. deep in the fucking. <laughs> into the character that I can't actually enjoy. The second I start role playing with a girl, I just believe the story and I have to go to work. Yeah. I can't have sex right now. <laughs> I can't have sex right now. I'm on the clock. Are you serious? I'll get fired. There's nothing more unsexy than a Pizza Hut uniform. Oh, Mr. DeWeek, he can't find about this. <laughs> God, he's going to be so angry. He's going to be so mad. It took me 45 minutes to drop off an extra pepperoni. <laughs> like, I bring way too much to it. I think that's the thing. If someone came through with like, this is, you got two weeks to work on your character and at the end we have sex, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I might be able to get around that. But just like, I'm a nurse. I'm like, what? You well, know what I mean? You're not ma- you're not angry enough right now. Yeah. You never fuck me. You're tired and overworked and underpaid. Yeah, those shoes don't, why are you wearing high heels? I'm sorry, if you're the nurse, is someone else going to come in here and fuck me properly? <laughs> <laughs> is that what's going to happen? Some 55-year-old dude in a suit is going to be like, well, actually, you know, you know, yeah, she gave you a blowjob, but I think what you really need is a blowjob from me. <laughs> How do you do with role play? I, I'm not big. I'm not big into it. Yeah. Just but, but the, for the kind of the same reason. Like, I really struggle with... Like, if I'm, if I'm having sex with someone, it's because I want to have sex with them. Yeah, yeah. Not because I feel like banging a fireman. Don't mind a wig change every now and then. Oh, or... Yeah. But that's only when I'm uh, banging people with cancer. I don't know why oh I said that. Sorry. Oh my god! Fucking. You know, I'm I'm more into it. You know, put like, on the sexy bandana. Put on the. <laughs> put on the one that has canteen written in very small writing. The see-through one. I want the see-through <laughs> one. 
Leave your hospital gown slowly ajar. <laughs> Put the hospital gown on backwards so I could see your tits from the front. <laughs> was it the Logies on Sunday night? Oh, that's right. How was the Logies? Fucking long. Yeah. The Logies was long. Uh, Daryl Summers, who announced the gold Logie, just bombed awesome. for like four minutes. What was he bombing with? He was doing this. It's so hard. It was a borderline unfollowable. Because he was sort of pretending to auction off the Logie. Where he was like, I've got $10,000 from Sonia Kruger. $10,000. And then he pulls out a phone. And he's like, oh, oh, hold on. I'm getting $25,000 from Tom Gleason. Tom, you're not nominated this year, but nice try. And he's like, we have a mystery investor. It goes to Xing Xing Wow. And some like a Japanese businessman comes up and takes it. <laughs> Huawei won the gold Logie. Yeah, dude, and Sonya Kruger won it. I didn't even know she was on fucking telly anymore. Um, and then when it came out, all of these comments that she made about Muslim people resurfaced that I didn't even know she said. What did she say? Oh, she was like, ah, oh, we shouldn't let him into Australia. Bro, they hate to see a girl boss winning. <laughs> fucking let Sonya Kruger, she fucking got, who else got a fucking, in history has gotten a gold Logie for just being a gilf? Yeah. Let her have it. She can just take it. And you know what? She had a huge comeback in her career. Do you remember when she was doing like Australia's Next Top Model or whatever and she read the wrong name out? No. You don't remember that? No. She was the presenter of Australia's Next Top Model. And then the final, she goes, give it up for whatever her name is. Brittany Bull, big titties. Sure. And then she gets something in her ear. She goes, guys, I'm really sorry. I've made a huge error. It's not Brittany, Brittany big, big titties. titties. It's Pauline personality. Titties. And then Pauline comes out. It's like, eh. And Man. it was a huge fuck up. She got fired. Oh, it's so rough. She had to go to breakfast television. Like she got demoted to breakfast television. And then on breakfast television, she was like, Muslims shouldn't be in this country. I don't think it's a crazy thing to say. And then now she wins the gold. It's a huge Australian success Come story. From behind. Fuck up after fuck up after fuck up. And now no one knew she was still on television. And then she wins the gold Logie. They hate to see a girl boss winning. Do, do we know what she won it for? No, no one knows, dude. Do we Google it or do we speculate? Let's speculate. Okay. Like maybe she hosted SAS Australia. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, I'll tell you what. I bet you she was like the host on The Masked Singer or some shit. Something like that. Oh, I think that's exactly what it is. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, look it up. I think that's exactly what it is. Because Husey's a judge or something, isn't he? Yes. Because Husey's a judge. She might be hosting The Masked Singer. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. She won it for being the host of Big Brother. Oh, yeah, that was Same on. shit. Same shit, dude. Sonya Kruger, Gold Logie, not a shock, but depressing over earlier. Was It wasn't a shock, but it was still depressing to watch. Uh, I couldn't help detect a depressing confluence. Don't use the word confluence, bro. I don't know what it means. Where did she call for a ban on Muslim migration? Okay, in 2016. So she, this was Me Too year. She was trying to start another hashtag. Yeah. She was like, me too. I also think that we shouldn't let Muslims. <laughs> Hashtag times up for All Muslims, Muslims in this country. But you had a good time at it. I had a, I, yes. Because you, you were doing, hope you don't mind me saying, you were warming up. Yeah, I was doing the crowd warm up. First off, crowd warm up is a piece of piss. Yeah. Everyone, I heard a couple of people like, it's really hard, man. It's a really hard job. No, it's not. It's just long. Yeah. You're making a crowd that wants to clap, clap. That's awesome. Like, and then you get them riled up and they get excited and they're getting a little drunk so it was easier as well. Sick. But the, it's too it's too fucking long. It's also odd like having to get the crowd jeered up in the ad break when the thing that the ad break 
like before the ad break was best factual news program. So they did, like uh, I can't remember who won, but it was like oh the uh, the landslide in Turkey coverage. Sure. So you have uh, to be up there being like when they say when I say Waleed, you say Ali. Waleed, Ali. Yeah, just be like, give it up for the fucking landslide in Turkey. <laughs> and there was one afterwards where it was like the Turkey and landslide. Then it was the Barry Humphreys Olivia Newton-John Memorial. Oh, fuck. And I was just like, ah. Transphobe. Yes, <laughs> dude. I was like, I, no, I hope no one applauded. <laughs> I hope none of you thought that yeah. was nice. They start clapping. You're like, no. Shut it's in the microphone. Up. Shut the fuck up. That man's a transphobe, and that was on just after Drag Race got nominated. It's disgusting. <laughs> Do people disgust me? You guys disgust me. Give it up for Raymar, everybody. Oh, he no-showed. Oh, what? So he was there, but he had to be on stage, and he forgot to go on stage because he was old. They couldn't find him. It's pretty fucking funny. It was really funny. That's Sam Payne was like, he had. He seemed to have a, like a sketch prepared with Raymar, <laughs> and so he was like, all right, and uh, Raymar is. Um, we, we don't know where he is. That's so great. He's and I can't do this next bit without him. He's at the coat check being like, are you Margaret? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find Margaret Pomerantz. I want to show him my movie. Raymar's trying to fuck Margaret Pomerantz really hard. He's like just like grabbing some oranges in the foyer. I'd be like, yeah, you like that, don't you? <laughs> this is between us to a fruit bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Security, like, we can't find Raymar anywhere. Where the fuck is Raymar? He's like running naked through the foyer. <laughs> Singing the neighbor's theme song, he forgot he, why he's famous. <laughs> Takes his shirt off. Normally I'm on home and away, but now I'm away from home. Let's party. Dude, I think that would get way more views if they renamed the Logies to Where's Raymar Night? And it's like a fucking haunted mansion esque thing where it's yeah. like it's the, we have to fight. Ray is hidden somewhere in the star casino. <laughs> <laughs> we have every star in the country looking for him right now. <laughs> Julia Morris hosts it. Let's check in with fucking Sonia Kruger. Where does she think she is? Here he is under the bar. We still haven't found Raymar. It's like a hangover situation. He's on the roof. Yeah, he's been on the but he's been on the roof for three days. He read the brief wrong. He got there on a Friday. The show's on Sunday. He's burned to a crisp. Yeah, they find him and he's dead. Like, yeah, yeah. there's one. And now it's renamed to the Memorial Ray Ma evening. <laughs> I was thinking about The Biggest Loser yesterday, and I was just like, that is a genuine crazy time in history. We never talk about it. What? Why, why is it crazy? Just that, like, it was, um, it was 10 years where every year we were like, this is a new team of fat people that we're going to try and make not fat. We're going to bully them into not being fat. Yeah. We've got fucking Michelle, whatever her name is. Williams. Williams to just call her fat until she's not fat anymore. And you know what? You might not agree with the methodology, but look at the results. Yeah. Now this fat person is slightly less fat. Uh, but much unhappier. So much miserable. But she wins. Oh my God. <laughs> it seems like if we had modern, te like modern television ethics a hundred years ago, there would have been a reality show about gay conversion therapy. Yeah, of course. There would have been a biggest loser for gay conversion I therapy. I you there is in the States. Oh, 100. I, on one of those bullshit extra yeah. channels that they have. Definitely, dude. Welcome back to Scream Yourself Straight. Scared Straight. The, it's, it's scared, scared straight. straight. It's Scared Straight. <laughs> it's scared Straight. But it's literally, we scare you until you're not gay anymore. Yeah, we just jump out of a closet to tell you how scary it is in there. Woo. Oh my God, I love pussy. I'm so sorry. 
You know how in Scared Straight, like the actual TV show, they, hey, well, send they take kids, him to jail. They sk- send kids to prisons. Like they send a gay dude to a gay club, but they get the gay dudes to bully them the entire time in there <laughs> until they're straight. Dude, that's actually that's wild to think about. If we had modern ethics for TV a hundred years ago, there would have been a biggest loser for gay conversion therapy. Yeah, dude. There would have been families been like, look, it's been hard for the entire family him being as gay as he fucking is. And they'd be like, sometimes I know it can get, but you gotta live. Shannon North, <laughs> you gotta give. And I know. Just crying, just, like, just crying while just gobbling cock. <laughs> the trailer showing I want to change so hard. With anal beads being like, <laughs> how hard it can get, but you gotta live. Throwing a leather harness in the bin, <laughs> slow motion. Getting it, try running away in a gay sex maze. You gotta get him. Congratulations, you've been converted. Here's a Hybers jacket and a One Republic CD. <laughs> get out there, you. Why is the semicolon that I've tried to kill myself? So I can explain this at length because I it used to bug this shit out of me. Uh-huh. The semicolon as a tattoo, quote unquote, represents the end of a sentence where it could have finished, but it kept going. Oh. But that's not what a semicolon is. What is a semicolon? Semicolon is connecting two different fragments of a sentence that connect both thematically and structurally, but do not join together to create a grammatically correct sentence. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very hard piece of grammar to use. It's kind of superfluous. You don't really need it. Sure. But that just means what happens is a semicolon is where you would put if you did commit suicide. You'd be like, see, see, it's even hard to explain because these sentences work together themselves. Uh, Steve committed suicide Tuesday, semicolon. Everyone was happy. I kind of get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But you can just say Steve <laughs> committed suicide on Tuesday and everyone was happy. Yeah, I feel like you can be clearer about it. If you really want to have tattoos that signify that at one point you tried to kill yourself but didn't, I feel like they would be clearer tattoos and it would pro- probably also send the message further. Mm. I don't know what it would be, but a semicolon, like just that right there, I'm like, it's too much explaining. Yeah. Brother, make it simple. Make it fucking a Garfield tattoo where it's like, I hate and then scribble out Monday's life. Right, life. <laughs> a Garfield tattoo, scribble out, I hate Monday's completely. I tried to kill myself in 2014. I tried to kill myself in 2014 and it's just Garfield next Gar- to a lasagna. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> just like with cheese in his mouth. Maybe you could get like one of those teardrop tattoos. Mm. But like it's for yourself. Yeah, Did you know the teardrop that... tattoo. It's like I've I've taken a life. Yes. Did you see that news article that went around a couple of days ago about that woman in the states that has a teardrop tattoo? And uh, she was post. She won an eating competition in the states, mm-hmm. and it was like Kathy won our all-you-can-eat beef burger buffet. Awesome. Congratulations, Kathy. And it's just this regular woman, but she has a teardrop tattoo. Right. And then under it's like edit. Kathy would like to mention that the teardrop tattoo is not because she murdered someone. It's because, as a truck driver, she accidentally uh, T-boned a Camry and a person died. And I was like, that's... You killed you someone. someone. You killed someone. You killed someone. You just put a truck in front of you and the person. Yeah. She was like, it's for the truck. Yeah, yeah. I'd never get that truck back. <laughs> it was an insurance write-off. <laughs> I'm really sad about my truck. <laughs> People die every day, but that truck was my truck. Dude, I only had one truck. And, and now look at me. I'm eating 24 I'm beef, eating burgers beef burgers in under 30 minutes. Shit isn't going well. <laughs> My fucking truck. <laughs> Sirens, ambulance crews, police officers. <laughs> no! 
Like, ma'am, get away from the vehicle. No, no, no. That's why this is my favorite. What have I done? Starts like making out with the wheel. She's bawling her eyes out in the interrogation room. Ma'am, you you understand that you've taken a life. I know, old You're going away. Where am I going to find another 12-stroke engine that drives so smooth? God damn, I'm going to have to reorder a fucking Optimus Prime goddamn Autobots. <laughs> fucking hood ornaments. Can I please get my metallic testicles back? Please, I need them. I need something to remember about. I need something to remember the truck, man, please. The testicles are lodged in the woman that you killed's chest. Well, I pull it out! Jesus Christ. No, it's evidence. Alrighty. Alright, we're back. We're back. And we call in the Abercrombie Hotel. Abercrombie Hotel, dude, baby. This is a new pub in Sydney. Um, I don't need to tell you guys that. You're probably people of influence. You've been there. You've probably been there. It really makes you feel like the king. Uh, you were probably invited on a list somewhere. Yeah. We're a very got, elite listening class. You probably got waved in and had some free little hors d'oeuvres before the place even opened. Probably so, one of those soft opens. Yeah, you went to a soft launch of a, the new hotspot, the Abercrombie in Chippendale. And so we don't need to tell you about it, but that's what we're calling. That's what we're calling. Freela, I've heard nothing but bad things about this place. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. Thank you for calling the Abercrombie. Please be aware that this call may be recorded for quality or training purposes. Awesome. If you do not wish this call to be recorded, then please inform a member of our customer service maybe, team. Maybe we start with that. Hey, we would like to request that this call is not Thank recorded. You, awesome, yeah. Abercrombie Reservations, Ben speaking. Hello, Ben. Uh, we would like to request that this call is not recorded. First and foremost, okay. if that's all right. Don't worry, nothing bad's happening. Um, my name's Sam, and I'm here with uh, my co-host, Alex. We are podcast influencers with a podcast called Woe Free Lunch. And what we like to do is we like to go to places and uh, see if they'll give us a free lunch. And you guys have just opened. It's a, We want to expand our sphere of influencers together. And I would be wondering if you'd be interested in slinging us a couple of free lunches. Um. The only issue is I'm not really in charge of that. Uh, if you would, if you, I mean, if you, I understand, you know, you're hosting a business, but for that, you'd have to speak with the marketing manager. Um, who, is the marketing manager there to, uh, right now? Uh, no, they're not. Um, I can give you an email address. Um, no, that's all right. We don't do emails. Um, but what we will say is this, Ben. How about, because this call isn't getting recorded, you sneak us a couple of quick ones. He's oh, gone. He's oh, gone. He's gone. Tell no one about this. Tell no one about this. Literally, ben. you can't tell anyone about this. We asked it to be recorded. <laughs> we like sue this kind if he tells anybody. He signed a verbal NDA. He signed a verbal NDA. He said, yep. Dude, we should do that every time we call. It's like, first off, we want to just let you know by engaging with this conversation, you are signing a verbal NDA. <laughs> you are not allowed to tell anybody about what we've done here today. You are not allowed to speak of it. And that is why you are now a part of this, Ben. <laughs> Give us the free lunch. Can't tell anybody. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, that man took his job too seriously. Yeah, dude, he did. But that's they all do, brother, because they like, especially these new trendy places, man, they all get given titles that aren't their title. You know yeah. what I mean? Like back in the day, I feel like you'd be like, that's the barman. Yeah. Or bar woman. Or bar woman. Or bar woman. But now it'd be like chief beer advisor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the dude that just books the restaurant reservations, he's not just the waiter or the host. He is the table liaison concierge. Yeah, she's like, uh, you think as King Restaurant, I would be letting <laughs> you have free lunches? Do you think as cheese inspector, <laughs> I would even remotely entertain the idea that you could inspect cheese? That's my job. Dude, I'm too important here. 
that's the key to like a, a loyal employee base is being like you're not ju- you don't you're not just yeah. a waiter. You're, yeah, you're fucking. You're 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 top beef technician. Yeah, you're supreme dragon five thousand. <laughs> you're not a lowly awesome. dishy. You're a saucepan masseuse. <laughs> All right, that's what they do instead of pay- like they'll give you the sick title, but they'll still pay you like thirteen dollars an hour. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You're like restaurant king gets what? <laughs> and no tips. Sorry, restaurant king doesn't get a share in the tips. <laughs> but look at your lands. <laughs> Glorious, why he actually doesn't own the land. The restaurant king does not own the land. <laughs> just he just clear. he just stays here and makes a little bit of money. Remember, you have signed an NDA. <laughs> so what does the title mean? Well, it's more about how we feel about him as a person. <laughs> so we're anti-monarchist. <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. But have you met President Chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets paid $35 an hour and does actually lo- own the land? President Chicken, dude. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. That is... Like, we could actually start that. Like, we could start... You know that guy in Sydney who just holds the sign, the Asian dude, and it's like... Oh, yeah, free love, cunt, smile, yeah. Cunt, Right? And he's become, like, a cultural staple in Sydney. You give us, like, 20 years, we go out on the street every day as a big chicken with a tie on and a briefcase, and we'll just go on, <laughs> on sidewalks where we go, oh, I'm President Chicken. In 20 years, we have murals in Sydney. Be like, you have to go to Sydney, meet President Dude, Chicken. Dude, have you seen President Chicken? He's just this crazy dude. Yeah, they'll put us, like, they'll put us up next to some genuine greats. Yes. Like, it'll go, like, uh, Bob Hawke, Europinger, President they'll, Chicken. They'll take down the indigenous mural in Newtown. And paint over with President Chicken. Yeah, they'll paint over Martin Luther King <laughs> to just Alex in a chicken outfit with a clip-on tie. You gotta go see President Chicken. <laughs> he literally just says, I'm President Chicken. <laughs> and also, I've seen him at work. That's not what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen him in the transaction toilets getting changed out of a suit into his President Chicken outfit. <laughs> he works at a bar me place. Well, fuck, what else is going on, Sam? This Lizzo thing's gotten a little out of hand. Oh, yeah, so what happened with... Do you know what happened? Do you know the full story with it? Yeah, because I read read the article that covered, like, what she was getting sued for and who the people were. Mm. Because all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all of these memes started popping up about Lizzo. Mm. And then there was nothing on her page, so I looked into it. She's getting sued by a couple of backup dancers, and the buzzwords are like weight shaming and sexual harassment, and then you read it, Mm. and you're like... Aside from the weird evangelist, like, tour manager or whatever, yeah, this seems kind of par for the course. It was kind of weird. Because mm. one of the big sexual harassment things was they were in a sex club in Amsterdam and Lizzo kept telling her to, like, eat a banana out of her vagina. That's right. Yeah, I saw that. You, you ever been to a sex club in Amsterdam? No. All of them have a big sign that say, no bananas. if you are uncomfortable with nudity or sex acts... This club is not for you. And the sex performers and whatnot, they almost ask for like ex- like enthusiastic con- consent. The one that I went to. Right. They were like, Let, who's into this? And everyone goes, us please, because we're in a sex club in fucking Amsterdam. Sex show, I should say sex show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had, a, I, I had yeah. a banana out of a vagina in a sex club. But look, but that's a little bit different from like going, <laughs> going, there's a difference between not being comfortable with sexuality and not wanting to eat a banana out of some chick's pussy in Amsterdam. And I feel like... <laughs> I'm like Alex, don't put it like that. that. That sign is there to be like, just so you know, we'll get naked at some point. You'll go on the strip club for that, and then that's... 
like that that's normal right you're like okay sweet this is what i came for still comfortable with sexual like sexual acts and then lizzo goes eat it you don't go like i oh, it's lizzo I'm gonna everyone was yelling eat it absolutely everyone was yelling eat it because it's a sex shop it's a sex shop. Sure, yeah. I ate a banana out of a vagina, and let me tell you right now, that banana, very flowery. They need to give it time to ripen. I'm just saying, I don't think eating a banana out of a vagina is for everybody. And so these chicks being like, I was made uncomfortable by being forced to eat a banana out of a, vagi- out of a vagina by Lizzo. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, but Alex, when you put it like that, all I'm saying is, look, yes, I don't think Lizzo should... Unless the place was called Eat a Banana Out of a Vagina Tonight. Hot, hot, banana out of pussy. Pussy, this is what we... We only do this. We only make people eat bananas out of pussies. Hot, hot, hot. Unless the club uh, was that, then I think they have a leg to stand on. All I'm saying... Okay, so that's... Look, that's valid, but... <laughs> look, you're completely in the right. That's a really good point. Okay, yes, yes. When you state it like that, I get what you're saying. Maybe I'm just too enthusiastic about eating a banana out of a pussy. Sure, it's good carbohydrates. It's good carbohydrates. You need the energy. Yeah. When I was there, when I was at the sex show, I did that. And then my mate got like, she put a Sharpie in her cooch Mm -hmm. and then like drew on his chest. Damn. The whole, it was, it was, and then he got up and it's like perfect calligraphy level writing. It's like, thanks for coming. It's it's spelled with a U. It doesn't look like anything. And then she turns him upside down. And it's the Mona Lisa. It's like, oh my God. She's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You would spit out your drink. (laughs) No, I don't. I fucking look. I think at a certain point, you need to take responsibility for the fact that you are walking into a sex show and there's sex stuff happening. Yeah. And I think if you really didn't want to do it, just don't fucking do it. Yeah. You don't have to. But they, this is the thing. They don't have to. But if Lizzo's there, she's your boss, and she's also a religion, going, it's like if Jesus was going, eat the banana, Sam. You'd be like, I'd have to, it's Jesus. Yeah, but they'd, see, that's the thing. That's not a conundrum for me. Uh, yeah, maybe. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll eat the banana out of it. Vagina. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not sure what a conundrum for you would be then. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, Is that a conundrum for you? If Jesus was there and he was like, eat the banana uh-huh. out of the vagina, I'd be like... No, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's recontextualize this. If Willa Anderson yeah. was with you yeah. on a whirlwind comedy tour mm-hmm. and you're doing, you're doing five to ten up the top, yeah. it's Will Anderson, Jim Jeffries, mm. Maria Bamford, Pat, you're on a huge comedy tour. Okay. And then you're in a sex show. And they, first off, they go, do you want to come to this sex show with us? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. Let's go. And Will Anderson's the one paying you. Mm-hmm. You get in there and then all of a sudden you're having the sex show. You're having a great time. You had a few drinks. Everyone's going nuts. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly a woman with a, a peeled vagina, a peeled vagina, <laughs> a peeled banana. And she, she's sticking out there. And Will Anderson goes, eat it. Is You're telling me all the comedy stars are there? Yeah, and you're working Pat with... Pat Oswalt's there. Pat Oswalt's there. Ratatouille is there telling me to eat the banana out of the pussy. Ratatouille is there and he's doing the voice. Rat- Ratatouille's there telling me to eat the banana out of pussy. This is what I do. I, got, I brought the whipped cream. And I eat it so far that I go through the top of her head, dude. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what I'm saying. Okay. God damn. That is exactly what I'm saying. I am not responsible for my actions. 
If Will Anderson tells me to eat the banana out of the pussy. Oh my God, dude. Thank you so much. That's exactly my point. I'll be like, You fucking grab that banana with two hands. I, I'd open my wallet that has a photo of my entire family and I turned it around in my wallet. <laughs> Close the wallet again. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm about to do some sick shit to this banana. Yeah, when I was in it. When, when I was. <laughs> Dude, when I was in Amsterdam, I changed the background of my phone because it was my family. <laughs> I yeah. was like, they can't be in my pocket when I'm going to start doing what I'm going to do. Here. No, you can't, I can't be a club Vandersex and pet Apple Pay with your fucking family coming <laughs> up. Just a lovely photo of you, your mum and your nan getting coffee. You're about, <laughs> to, you're about to get pegged. Hold on. You're saying 250 for one or 350 <laughs> for both of them? <laughs> And then you just see a picture of your nan. And you're like, oh, fuck. Look, I'll take both. I'll take both. Nan would have wanted this. <laughs> nan would have wanted this for me. She said, go live your best life. <laughs> I feel like the Lizzo stuff is an interesting thing culturally. Because whether she did it or not, it's fun to get to watch women find out what the word allegedly means. Yes. Because now it's important for them. Because yeah. <laughs> now they all know the word, apparently. That used, to, that used to just be the domain of the man. We used to worry about allegedly. You, dude, we were the only inhabitants in palace, allegedly. Dude, the amount of women I've seen just being like, well, she allegedly. And I'm like, yeah, okay, so you do understand what that word means. Oh, there we go. Here we there are. We okay. Go. That's yeah, fun. Innocent until proven guilty, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Interesting. Very fascinating. When it's your person. When it's someone you like of your gender. <laughs> When it's one of your heroes. When it's one of your heroes. <laughs> suddenly, allegedly, suddenly important, we care about verbiage. <laughs> I don't want to rag on Lizzo. I just think, yeah, she's probably not a great boss. And also, the comment about that she was fat shaming mm. is bullshit. It was like this dancer being like, because you might, and she was like, just so you know, we do rehearsals every year and you will have to rehearse again. Mm. And then the whole thing was like, I felt like it was implied that I had oh. gained weight. I was like, that's now you're stretch pantsing. It did feel, it did feel like the fat shaming thing was put in the articles because articles want you to be like, Lizzo's fat shaming. Lizzo's fat shaming. How, no way. How dare she? Has she not noticed that she herself is in fact fat? It's so everyone can have the clever moment of like, Lizzo's fat shaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's why they put it in the articles. A hundred percent, dude. I didn't believe that she would actually be fat shaming, for sure. Yeah, no, that doesn't seem like a Lizzo move. But also, dude, it's like, you can listen to fucking backup dancers? Yeah. You can listen to fucking four fat bitches tell you what to think? <laughs> I'm team Lizzo, dude. Yeah, I'm still team Lizzo. Only because I'm historically on the side of the abuser, so I'm very down. Yeah, that's true, actually. Nearly all of them I've been a huge fan of, so, you know... <laughs> I'm actually going to really support Lizzo here because it's about time the fucking abuser demographic kind of changed and shifted a little. Just abusers being like, it's so great we've got like a, a, a person of color that's we overweight finally, now. <laughs> we finally have diversity. Oh, we finally have diversity in the abuser camp. <laughs> She'd still walk into the room looking like the fatogram though. The fatogram? Yeah, just like 50 to 60 old white dudes and then Lizzo. You don't know what a fatogram is? No, what's a Dude, I'm about to blow your fucking mind. Okay, there used to be a thing which is not a thing culturally anymore. And by used to be, I mean, my dad got one when he moved jobs. And that would have been 2004, uh -huh. 2003. It's where... Fuck, this is... this. Oh, I know where this is going. This sounds so mental now that I'm about to say it out loud. <laughs> A fatogram was what you would do is hire a company 
that employed very fat women. Oh, oh my god! And when you ordered a fatogram, they would come to your office, <laughs> just put on some music, and be fat for you. <laughs> oh, oh my god! It's really mean now that I think about it. It's so horrible! Holy moly! Yeah, just this really big fat woman would come in and just be like, ooh, I'm fat. (laughs) What's up, I'm fat. I'm the fat chick you ordered? I'm the fat chick you ordered. And everyone collectively in the office, because this is the thing you would do in the office. Heard there was a fat chick (laughs) here? Did someone order a fat chick? That's fucking funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone collectively in the office would be like, that's fucking hilarious. Coming back from lunch, being like, Jesus Christ, this is this is a great idea. This this has really brightened up the mood. Look how fat oh she God. is. People like laughing. Hysterically. <laughs> she's, so, she's so fucking fat. And she's just there, be like, mm, someone, someone I want to be keeping you up. God, that's so horrible. So, Dad used to have a bunch of old like A6 glossy photos of it. <laughs> Found all this, and I found him by accident. I found him in the study in like old family photos, and then there's just four of dad smiling and laughing. Just all like, this fat woman just pointing, just like, <laughs> throwing his head back. Honestly, him and everyone in the office was having the best time. They all they all had grins that were huge, all like ah, that's so fucking oh, sick. She's fat. She's so fucking. You don't mean to be that fat. It's crazy. <laughs> Dude, you found that photo. You know those frames where it's like one big, one place for the big photo and four small ones? <laughs> it's like four small ones are you, your mom, your brothers. The big one is him and his boys laughing at the fat chick. <laughs> like, that's the happiest I've ever been. That's the happiest dad's <laughs> ever been. God, fuck. The 2000s was a crazy time. It was fucking mental. Or was that the 90s? No, that was... I'm pretty sure dad got it in 2000, about 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. But that was... That was, that's, that was, that feel, I feel that that came from the same sort of This is what happens thinking. when we get rid of John Howard, dude. <laughs> Australia was last good you used when to, Howard was in government. Work choices. I choose to get a really fat woman <laughs> in here just after lunch. The last time Australia was free. And then Labor came in and got rid of him. That's the future the left wants. <laughs> Earlier this week, that guy in Japan spent $20,000 to transform himself into a dog. Oh, yes. And he, to be fair, it's a really convincing fucking dog. Like, he's in a dog suit, and he went for his first walk as a Border Collie. And? And do you want to see the picture? Have you yeah, seen I the do. picture? It's my phone. So, he spent a hell of a lot of money, and it, I think they said it took them 40 days to make it. Like, the costume and the outfit. Holy shit. It's fucking mental. So, has he said, I'm going to live the rest of my life as a dog? Um. Well, I mean, he didn't say that specifically, but he's always wanted to be a dog. Here we are. He's for real. Meet Toko, the man going viral for his first walk as human dog. That's him. It just looks like a really retarded dog. <laughs> Dude, y- yeah. I think I would still think that's a guy in a dog outfit, honestly. Yeah, I think when you if start- you saw that walking around, you'd be like, that's obviously a dude in a dog outfit. <laughs> and a really- He spent $40,000 on that. He spent, he spent so much money on it. It's obviously a guy. <laughs> it's so obviously a dude. <laughs> look and look when he's crouching it's he's just posted up yeah that's a yoga pose that's a human adult man doing a yoga pose in a dog outfit that is the most patient wife in the world is, is that his wife i mean i imagine so yeah 
Toka has said that it's not a fetish. I'm just sad that people can think that. I love animals and enjoy play acting like a, colby, uh, a collie. Dude, they've got to stop doing this thing where they say it's not a fetish at the top because it immediately makes you go, oh, so it's a fetish. It's definitely a fetish. I wasn't even considering it. I just thought people, some people are weird, whatever. And they said, look, it's not a fetish. Like, that's the main thing he addressed. I'm like, ah, he fucks it. This is a fetish. That's a fetish. <laughs> that's true. That's very low budget. That is very low budget. That's just a Dalmatian skin suit with a nose mask. It'd be sick if I buy that one, but I don't buy the other one. Where I'm like, I'm like, what's the problem, Sam? She's just hanging out with her dog. That's <laughs> that's the hundred and second Dalmatian right there, looking sexy, man. I say that's a sexy looking that's dog. That's a sexy Dalmatian. Good for him. It's not a costume that's forty thousand dollars deep. No, that shit so either. is obviously a guy. Wait, does it change your mind that the costume's actually only twenty thousand? Still no. Still not, right? Still no, man. Dude, if I, I, it would need to be anything above 10K, I need to go, that's a dog. Right. My first thought needs to be, that's a dog. Yeah. If I still see the adult guy hiding in the dog outfit, being like, I think, I'm, I think they're fucking buying it. I think I'm they like, think I'm a dog. I think I think I'm a dog. I'm like, okay, this $10,000 is too much. Anything above. Do you know what, though? <laughs> Maybe this is mean, but like, that's the only dog that in public would be so funny to just go up and kick. <laughs> that would be like, just be like, oh, sorry, I threw you a real dog. I kicked my dog at home. I'm just sorry. Just kicking it and just oh, hearing- fuck, I'm sorry, oh, man. fuck. It's like, what, there's a dude in there? Holy fuck. Man, that's a convincing outfit. <laughs> you can sneak up, you put a lead on him and just start pulling him as hard as you Let's go. We're like, I don't have time for this right now. Ah, fuck, dude. Fuck. You go get him de-sexed. <laughs> now you can just chop the whole dick off. <laughs> You're like, this is obviously a human guy. Now I'm like, ah, 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 ah. I got a meeting at three. Chop his fucking dick off. This is how he identifies. Chop his dick off. Take his balls. Oh, by the way, I'm, you're not allowed to eat chocolate anymore. <laughs> or sultanas are on you. And then like, he grows up with me. I like grow very, very old, like 80 years old. And he's at the foot of my bed. And he's like, ah, we've lived a good life. I'm like, fuck, you're a guy. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy moly, you're a man. <laughs> You've seen all the controversy around Yumi Steins' Welcome to Sex book? Yeah, sort of. So I, I, I did one of those Amazon ones where I flicked through some of the pages because mm -hmm. I was like, how bad is this? First off, I will say this. For like a sex book for like teenagers, 300 pages is a lot of pages. That's a lot of pages. I feel there's some really probably superfluous information in there. Yeah. But it was like... A lot of fucking pictures of fruit being like, it's the pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just a picture of like a pomegranate. Yeah. Like, if it looks like this, leave. <laughs> In the back, there's a collection of bad dicks and terrible pussies. That's the name of your book, Bad Dicks and Terrible Pussies by Sam Bowden. I so what was your takeaway? My takeaway was that there's probably a little bit more information in there than it's needed. But also... What kind of what, what kind of what oh it just saying? it really goes in deep to sort of like relationships and casual sex and sort of things you need to look out for and gender expression and gender identity and sexual identity mm -hmm. all really good helpful shit so it's it, comprehensive it's not it's really comprehensive it, but there's no chapter like choking no I don't think so but I think there might be pockets of that really where like people are into kinks oh uh, yeah right sometimes I'm like not out of a sense of censorship but part of me is like. I think the joy of that is finding it on your own. As opposed to like, these are the things you can be into. Choking, feet, yeah. leather, wee-wee, dash skirt, squirting. Yeah. Uh, and then just a big line through taking shits on people's chests. Well, then not that one. Then it stops becoming a kink because it is normal. Yeah. 
So once you normalize it, it's not a kink anymore, meaning you have to go to the next floor up. Yeah. So you will always have to find it yourself anyway. So like yeah. by you putting feet in a book, it makes it less sexy. It does. Because it's not a kink anymore. It's not like, oh, this is I shouldn't be feeling this. Yeah, I found it weird when like I heard about like a foot fetish. And then I was like, hmm. And then I was looking at feet. Being like, don't get it. Yeah. It's one of those things where you go like, okay, well, maybe this is kind of naughty. Let me figure this out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But once you go, oh, some people like feet and it's normal and you should or whatever. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, well, now to be naughty, to have that same feeling, you got to go to the floor up and be like, the top of chicks' heads. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you got to go weirder. I'm only really into like fucking Latina cleft palettes. <laughs> Okay, that's my whole fucking kink. Dude. That's what I'm saying. Because step, we've gone to stepmom is fine. Yeah. So we have to get even more specific. Stepmom just gradually snuck onto the front page of Pornhub before we even realized. So it's not a kink anymore. It's not a kink anymore. Who cares? Even people that would have really had that in real life are probably now like us. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's too popular. My stepmom is into it. Yeah, I was. A re it's really upsetting, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I preferred it when stepmom was underground. So you need to be like fucking chicks with hats. Yeah, and then the further chicks with smaller hats, yeah. non-Jewish women with yarmulkes, <laughs> really into the sacrilegious. That's it. You have to go like fucking specific, very yeah. specific to get sexy again. Girl with like one nose hair that just sticks out at that certain angle when she's doing reverse cowgirl. Yeah, or you just go the other way. I reckon a bunch of straight dudes that would have just have been kinky will end up being gay. Ooh, because that's the that would be the naughty thing as a straight. I reckon if you're someone that would have otherwise just been into like latex, yeah, that's no, that's the most popular one now. That's yeah, normal. latex is very popular. Dominatrixy shit. If you were someone that I wonder if now the naughty thing would be like, all right, well, gay. Well, I'm gay now. What if I'm gay? Well, because the gay used to be the super naughty one. Yes, and then now it's totally fine to be gay, which I'm sure killed a, a, a couple of boners. Sure, but then now it's like this whole thing now is like straight dudes that will bang a guy, but then also not really talk about it. Yeah, because that's the whole. It's not internal. Oh, dude, it's no longer internalized homophobia. Mm. It's a kink. It's a kink. Hey, isn't that crazy? We fixed it. <laughs> we fixed it. Because how many how many gay dudes and like drag queens and such that you've talked to that's like yeah fuck straight dudes in uh, nearly every nearly yeah. all of them. So it's like, they're out there. Yeah. They're everywhere. We know you're out there. Some might I, be among us right now. I have not. <laughs> I've never fucked a straight guy. No? No, because you need to you need to really know you're gay. This is not entry level male body for a straight man. That's true. You're not the softest entry. I'm not the softest entry. Into gaydom. No, you need a fucking ripped Adonis or a very feminine man. Yeah. As opposed to just muffin top gay. Yes. You need to start hanging out where the crop tops are. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you start. You start with a dude with like, you go fanboys, and then you naturally transition to Asian. Yep. And then eventually you start needing a harder hit. And before you know it. That's when like you hit up Bow Bow. Yeah. I'm, I'm between um, Asian twink and 55 year old bear. Nice. Like I'm your middle ground. I'm your bridge. <laughs> You're the 98%. Coco, you know what I mean? Where it's like <laughs> nearly all there. Yeah, I'm 95% Coco. You need to fucking love Coco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you fucking love Coco, you're gonna love this. You're gonna you. The natural progression is this. Yes, and you're gonna be like, this is really nice. It's got a really bold flavor. Whereas if you've only been hitting crunchies and like Snickers, and you go to 98%. 
You're gonna just oh, what it'll the fuck, fuck up is the that? entire thing. Yeah, you won't enjoy it <laughs> at all. What the fuck? Oh my god, it's so hairy. It's pretty bold, oh very rich. What Jesus Christ. Fuck? I think I might be a bit in a bit over my depth here. Yeah, because it is wild. You're like, yeah, it is 98% because like he shows up to your house and then you beat him in FIFA and then fuck him. <laughs> like there's just so much going on. I'm a light blue vein cheese. <laughs> if you're gay, you're eating tasty. Yes. If you're a cheese guy, I'm too weak for you because you like Roquefort, which is a super fat, old, hairy. Yeah, the whale. The whale. <laughs> the whale, but gay. That's Roquefort gay cheese. Dude, that's way better than the animal system. What's the animal system? Of like, he's a bear, he's a platypus. Oh, listing you as what type of cheese you are in accordance to whether straight guys would fuck you? Yeah. Well, we we got rid of the animal rankings and now we just go based on how stinky the cheese is. (laughs) We got, speaking of uh, Restaurant King Mm -hmm. and President Chicken, Mm -hmm. the place I work at just got new operating software for all of our bookings. And uh, it's the worst fucking shit in the world mm. and i tend to be very good at hiding my mood at work because okay. i don't want to be there but then i also read this lovely japanese quote where it's like you should do everything the way you wish to do everything yeah there's that's that oh, that's not i think i've heard the westernized version of that it's like the way you do anything is the way you do everything yeah yeah something like that yeah, yeah. and i was like that's a good point i'm gonna start being a little bit cheerier and then i go into work every day and then I'm just, I, I deal with someone who's just a complete fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, I am not getting paid enough for this fucking shit. And then this operating system mm. is the worst and everything's fucking up. And now everyone is back to being in a foul mood. <laughs> Mad. Because then one of the managers was like, oh, we're, it's trial software. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We only seat a thousand people a day. Oh, shit. Fuck it. Let's trial just software. trial the software. Nah, it's like the pop-ups are coming up. Like, bye, bye. Literally, we are getting notifications for every restaurant that uses that system. That's awesome. So stupid. It's a fucking nightmare. Such a shit fucking, obviously, like, downloaded off of, like, just some random website where it's like yeah. free trial of this new system. Yes. It's got fucking porn pop-ups and shit like that. Mm. Which, don't get me wrong. <laughs> this game will make you come in 40 seconds. And you're like, sorry, I need a fucking... I'm really sorry. Was it table for you and the kids? Do you have space for the pram? Sorry. You this... won't last one minute. I won't... I... <laughs> Your stepmother will never know. <laughs> Fuck. Make your dick hard forever. I'm really sorry. I'm trying to get you a table. It just looks like I'm not doing what I'm telling them I'm doing. Like, God damn it. Guys, do we know how to get the fucking black.com away from the cappuccinos? <laughs> I keep pressing into it. I've signed this all up to black.com. <laughs> you look at all the baristas and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's their big cover to start the, change the cafe business and turn it into a black.com <laughs> subscription <So front. laughs> service. You got to get into fucking flagship stores where it's like, oh, bla- yeah. you got to go to black.com in Sydney, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> The building, they put it where the Lynn Cafe used to be. <laughs> they also make a great coffee, but they offer great deals on black.com. <laughs> That's why they got the trial software, because they were like, look, we spent all the money on annual memberships for everybody. Everybody. <laughs> black.com. <laughs> Woo! We had our margins. <laughs> <laughs> But it's still just like a restaurant. You come in, they sit down, and they're like, what would you like to watch today? And you're like, can I have uh, Kendra Sunderland getting gangbanged by seven black dudes? You're like, oh, 
It was going to be black dudes. Excellent choice, sir. <laughs> this is black.com. <laughs> come out with one of those like 2005 DVD players and you open it like real slow. You're like, yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> Would you like to play it first? And he's like, yes, please. Puts the DVD in, starts watching it. Oh, very good. Ejects it, gives it back to him, puts the DVD back in. He just fucking... <laughs> a sommelier for black.com. <laughs> Just do your liking. Give him like three seconds of trying. That'll do quite nicely. That'll do perfect. Thank you. Puts the television screen in an ice bucket. Dude, fuck it. So, the black.com, sir. And he's like, play. Sire wants to try a little bit before buying. Yes, of course. Play. Yeah, you like that, you white bitch. <laughs> That'll do quite fine. <laughs> we also have a kid's menu, if you would like. <laughs> It's the exact same thing, but stuff's bleeped out and there's black lines <laughs> on everything. No, it's episodes of Bluey, but it's dubbed over with the soundtrack <laughs> of black.com. Should we call it there? I feel like we've been going for a bit. Yeah, I need to go open for Sam Talent. Let's go, dude. How are you feeling about that? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it now. I always, I always fucking love gigging after we record. Me too, man. I um, can't wait to see it. I'm very excited. I reckon you're going to do great. I'm really excited. I think I'm going to do great too. I'm in a good fucking silly mood. Everybody, send him love. Send me love. Peace. Peace. Love you. Bye.